Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, November 12th, and India today saw a single day increase of 48,000 infections, taking the country's COVID-19 case load to 86.8 lakh, while the number of people who have recuperated from the disease have surged to 80 lakh. The coronavirus death toll climbed to 128,000 with 550 new fatalities. The number of active cases remained below 5 lakh for the second consecutive day in India. The national recovery rate currently stands at 93%, while the COVID-19 case fatality rate stands at 1.5%. According to the ICMR, a cumulative total of 12.2 crore samples have been tested up to November 11th, with nearly 12 lakh samples being tested yesterday. The Arvind Kejriwal government was pulled up by the Delhi High Court today for relaxing safety norms for public gatherings and transport as the city witnesses an unprecedented surge in coronavirus infections. Observing that the city is now witnessing a bigger daily spike than big states like Maharashtra and Kerala, the court asked if the government has any concrete plans to control the situation. The government has been asked to file a report of the steps it took over the last two weeks to control the spread of the infection. A bench of Justices Hima Kohli and Subramaniam Prasad questioned why the government has increased the number of people allowed to attend gatherings from 50 to 200. The judges said that this and the government's latest order allowing public transport to be fully occupied could turn out to be super spreaders of the infection. The government also faced the judges' wrath for not making the wearing of masks mandatory by law. Over the last days, Delhi has been witnessing what Chief Minister Arun Kejriwal has called the third peak of the coronavirus. A community-based zero survey conducted across eight districts of Tripura has found that at least 34% of surveyed individuals had developed antibodies for COVID-19. The state government said that nearly 4,800 people had participated in the survey. As per the survey report, 25% of people were found to have the antibody in Dhalai district, 40% in Khowai, 41% in Sipahijala and Gomati, 22% in North Tripura, 37% in Unakoti, and 20% in South Tripura. The state government added that the central government has instructed all states to make arrangements and collect data for the distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine. Meanwhile, the state government is estimating that Tripura would double its confirmed COVID-19 cases in the next 240 days as per current trend of the pandemic in the state. Claiming good performance of Tripura to combat the pandemic, Minister Ratan Lal Nath said that the central government has praised Tripura's initiatives to curb COVID-19. As per the latest reports, Tripura has 356 COVID-19 fatalities so far, with 1.1% COVID fatality rate, one of the highest in the northeast region. Tripura has 32,000 corona-positive cases registered in total since the beginning of the pandemic, out of which 6.5% have recovered and were discharged from hospitals. The district administration of Dhanbad in Jharkhand has filed FIRs against 105 people, including middlemen and local officials, based on the findings of an investigation by the Indian Express into the illegal siphoning of the centrally funded pre-matrix scholarship meant for poor minority students. The administration has also prepared a 59-page probe report, which quotes several suspects as naming officials, including a state-level MIS operator, district welfare staff, and even some politicians. Dhanbad was among the six districts in Jharkhand, apart from Ranchi, Latihar, Ramgarh, Lohar Daga and Sahib Ganj, where a nexus of middlemen, officials and school staff 
colluded to steal IDs and passwords of schools to access the NSP, dupe parents and students, and set up fake beneficiaries while genuine applicants were left out. The scam stretches from Jharkhand to Bihar and also involves schools in Punjab and Assam. The Union Ministry of Minority Affairs, which administers the scholarship, decided last week to ask the CBI to investigate the scam. Police in Bihar's Gaya have registered an FIR, and the CID in Assam have arrested 21 people, including four headmasters and a teacher, on charges of fraud and forgery during its investigation into the scam. A sessions court in Mumbai has adjourned till November 23rd the hearing into the pre-arrest bail plea of Republic TV Editor-in-Chief Arnab Goswami and his wife in a case registered against them by the Mumbai police for allegedly assaulting a woman police officer. Their lawyer Shyam Kalyankar said the plea could not be heard today as the judge did not preside. The apex court yesterday granted interim bail to Goswami in a case of alleged abetment to suicide of interior designer Anvay Nayak in 2018. Goswami, who was arrested on November 4th, was released from the Taloja prison in Nave, Mumbai late yesterday. Last week, an FIR was registered against Arnab Goswami, his wife Samir Brata Re Goswami and his son at NM Joshi Mar police station in central Mumbai for allegedly assaulting a woman police officer when a police team went to his house to arrest him on November 4. Currently, Arnab Goswami and his wife have filed an anticipatory bail plea in the assault case. They have been booked under Indian Penal Code for intentional insult to provoke breach of peace and criminal intimidation, among other sections. While cases pile on Goswami, let's not forget where it started. In October, the Mumbai police alleged that Republic TV and two other channels were involved in a TRP scam to jack up ratings by bribing households with meters. This week, we published a comprehensive story on the TRP system in India and its inbuilt weaknesses. Ratings in India are measured by a body called the Broadcast Audience Research Council or BARC. To understand the inadequacies of India's TV audience measurement, and a backgrounder to TRP scams, read my story on our website. It's titled, TRP Scam, Bach's TV Audience Measurement System is Rotten. If you like our detailed reports on media, do consider subscribing to News Laundry. You can do so by heading over to newslaundry.com and clicking on the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month. So please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. The Indian economy is likely to enter into a technical recession for the first time ever at the end of the first half of this financial year, according to the Reserve Bank of India. After a decline of 23.9% in GDP in April-June, as estimated by the National Statistical Office on August 31st, the central bank has predicted that the GDP for July-September quarter is set for a contraction of 8.6%. The RBI said that the NSO estimates for the second quarter expected at the end of November 2020 will formally bear out the extent of improvement that occurred in the quarter gone by. In economics, when the GDP growth rate is negative for two consecutive quarters or more, it is termed recession. The RBI, however, said the economy will break out of contraction of the six months gone by and return to positive growth in the October-December quarter of this financial year. It added that the incoming data for the month of October 2020 have brightened prospects and stirred up consumer and business confidence. The central bank cautioned about the risks, especially inflation, confronting the prospects of the recovery. The second major risk to the economy stems from the global economy now, at risk from the second wave of COVID-19. The RBI said that should external demand collapse again as commodity prices seem to foretell, 
the recent recovery in exports could become stillborn. Speaking for the first time after the Bihar election results, RJD leader Tejasvi Adhav today demanded recounting of postal ballot votes. Crying foul in the counting process, Yadav said the mandate of people was in favor of the Grand Alliance, but Election Commission's results was in NDA's favor. Casting doubts on the electoral process, the RJD leader said that his party lost 20 seats by a wafer-thin margin, and in many constituencies, as many as 900 postal ballots were invalidated. While the NDA has been voted back to power with 125 seats, three more than what's required for a simple majority in the 243-member House, the RJD-like Grand Alliance hasn't given up hope and is in touch with at least two of its former allies who are now in the NDA camp. The RJD has ended up with 110 seats and needs 12 more to get to the winning number in the Assembly, which it can get if it ropes in the AIMIM with five seats and two NDA partners, the Mukesh Sani-led Vikashil Insan Party, or the VIP, and former CM Jitaram Manji's Hindustani Awam Morcha Secular. In a nail-biting contest that went down to the wire, the NDA edged past the Mahagat Bandhan to win the Bihar elections, with the BJP emerging as the dominant partner for the first time in about two decades. Now, back to the homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. Last week on NL Charcha, Newslaundry's Atul Charasya, Meghnath S. and Shardul Katyayan were joined by foreign affairs journalist Smita Sharma. They discussed the American elections, the arrest of Arnab Goswami, air pollution in Delhi and the farmers' blockade and protests against the farm legislations passed by the centre, among other topics. Here's a snippet from the episode. वो दौर गया कि अमेरिका डंडा लेकर आ जाएगा और डंडा भाजेगा भारत के सामने कि भाई एनजीओ की फंडिंग शुरू कर दो आप सीए आप कैंसिल कर दो ये नहीं होने वाली है अगर कमला हैरिस और जो बाइडेन को दिक्कतें हैं तो ये आप मानकर चलिए कि इन बातों का जिक्र प्राइवेट मोड में इसकी डिस्कशन होंगी चर्चाएं होंगी उठाए जाएंगी ये मामले लेकिन इसकी वजह से जो लार्जर सिक्योरिटी आर्किटेक्चर है ट्रेड इश्यूज हैं या इमिग्रेशन का मसला है अगर जो बाइडेन जीतते हैं तो शायद आप देखेंगे एच वन बी वीजाज वगैरह के कैप्स और बढ़ाए जाए जो भारत के लिए फेवरेबल होगा तो इन सब पर इनकी परछाई तुरंत पड़ जाएगी ये रिश्ते बंद हो जाएंगे ऐसा नहीं होने वाला है All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.